What is up, everybody? Boy, do you, I'm already running over my words. Uh, this is episode 116 of Nerds with Mikes. I am Justin. And I am Travis. And today we have an action packed show for you. You may notice our uh, third member, uh, Emily, is out today. She is ill, does Ill. not feel well. So fill up her Twitter timeline with best wishes and good vibes um good vibes good vibes for all today we're going to be talking about ted lasso because we love that show uh a possible saints row reboot and are you ready to go back to skyrim but before (laughs) we jump into all of that travis how the heck are you doing pretty well uh doing pretty well uh my class uh, that i've been taking is wrapping up uh this week coming up so my last day of that class is thursday so looking forward to that I'm going to take a little bit of a break, uh, probably through the holidays before I start another one back up, just just to kind of have a little bit of extra time to to do a little bit more traveling before my blackout period for work starts where I can't request time off. So because last time I went on vacation, I had to do three classes and three homework assignments, and I don't want to do that again. Yeah, my cat's going to be all up in my business. Oh, Does she, she have anything she wants to add to the show besides uh, yeah. that yeah, butt? Yeah, Oh, well, now we're going to get kicked off of Twitch. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, other than that, I'm trying to think of what I've been up to. Um, I've been still binge watching. Uh, hey, what up, Home Flip? Um, been binge watching Flash still. Uh, I think after that, I'm going to move over to uh, I'm going to move over to Titans. I have a coworker at work that's been harassing me to uh, to watch Titans. So I'm probably going to start that afterwards. Obviously, I got a great episode of Ted Lasso this week, uh, which uh, we'll get we'll, we'll get in and talk about. Um, I, I rode my bike uh, one time uh, since I've had it. Uh, I wanted to wait till I got a helmet, so my helmet showed up today. So I'll probably be riding that up more um, starting this week. Uh, a tip: never order anything uh, online from Target and think it's going to be ready uh, anytime short of two hours because. Uh, Place order after work to go pick up, and I uh, had to wait two hours before I could pick it up. So uh, don't do that. But anyways, um, trying to think what else. Uh, I think other than that, that's been it. Oh, I went and saw Free Guy. That's what. That, that's yeah. the other thing that I did. I went and saw Free Guy, um, and then uh, yeah. Other than that, that's been pretty much it. Uh, what about you? I've uh, been uh, watching some more Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've uh, been rewatching Arrested Development as well. I mentioned last week on the show that uh, Fortnite had introduced an imposters mode, which was just their version of Among Us, and uh, I love it. <laughs> I really like it a lot. I've played it a lot, played it a lot this week. Um, some friends and I hopped back in, played a lot uh, last night. Uh, got Clark Kent unlocked in the Superman. Um, uh, there's an, uh, an emo- emoticon. Uh, what emote? Emote. Oh my god forgot what year it is emoticons from like what like 2004 um an emote where uh you can turn from clark kent into superman back and forth i'm sure if you want to play fortnite you know and if you don't you probably just don't care uh but the imposter mode is very good uh still playing final fantasy 14 jump back into divinity uh, 2 um and yeah played a little bit more madden which uh kind of a bummer this year but it is what it is yeah, I yeah, I see it didn't get reviewed very well this year uh, by IGN. Uh, yep. like six out of ten, I think. Yeah, which is par for the course. Hopefully, in I think it's 2015, EA will lose the exclusivity exclusivity license, and maybe 2K could jump back in. But who knows, man? They just keep extending it. It's been since what 2005 since we had a, a 2K football yeah. game. Well, we had All Pro 2K8, 
I guess in 2008, but um, it wasn't licensed by the NFL. So kind of a bummer. Uh, I did read one person arguing that EA holds the license to make simulation football games and Madden is not a simulation. It's arcade trash. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there, there will be room for another com- a, com- a competitor. Because uh, the last Madden, I think, was 05 as well. The last good Madden. But I don't know. doesn't matter because nothing we can do about it right now. But what we can do, Travis, is talk yeah. about a show that we both enjoy, Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I assume you watched the episode this week? Sure did. Uh, and for anybody that's watching this live and did not uh, watch it, you may want to mute yourself uh, for, for probably about uh, three or four yeah, minutes. Mute yourself. Don't talk. Yeah, don't talk. Just mute yourself. Mute us. I don't know what I'm – yeah, mute us. Turn us down. Whatever you want to say. But anyways, uh, I assume you watched it this week, you said, Justin? I did, yeah. And uh, what did you think? Um, I loved it. Uh, the whole homage to uh, rom-coms, rom-communism. Um, and I we're going to dive in a little bit more deeper here in a second into the world of Ted Lasso, and I'm going to circle back to this. But um, I really enjoyed it. You know, great moments with uh, uh, Rebecca and Keeley. And then uh, Nate in in the restaurant, and then of course Roy and Isaac and Ted, just some really good storylines. And um, the whole thing, I loved it. The whole, there's a joke about uh, Higgins is talking about uh, AFC Wrexham, uh, which in real life has been purchased by Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, and um, they, they kind of questioned the validity of their ownership. And then in real life, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney wrote like a joke cease and desist letter and said, you know, you have to stop unless you provide us with Ted Lasso biscuits or something like that. It was just a playful back and forth. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting. They own an actual soccer club, but, uh, but, um, but yeah, what did you, what did you think? Uh, in my opinion, this is just me personally speaking. Uh, it was probably my favorite episode of the season so far. Um, I feel like I, I feel like, that way after each episode. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the story development of um, uh, Nate's character and then also Roy's character. Uh, I mean, I feel like Roy's character has been building pretty much all season, but but Nate's character he finally seems to start like he's coming into his own. But I'm a little concerned because you know if you notice towards the beginning of the season he was very like very rough and abrasive and trying to be very bossy and rude. Um, yeah. And this episode, we kind of see, you know, him starting to be a little bit more quiet, a little bit more reserved, uh, doesn't seem to be super confident in himself. Um, there's the player that, like, is having issues, and he's like, oh, do you want me to talk to him? And Ted's like, no, we need to get a big dog. And you could see the kind of wind was let out of his sails a little bit. I, I don't know if it's coming to the point where he's starting to feel maybe underappreciated or undervalued or or whatever it may be. So I have some concerns that maybe he'll like threaten to leave or I, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, it's especially episode two where he kind of grew a backbone a little bit and yeah. became assertive. Yeah. And his own separate storyline. <laughs> yeah. So it makes me. Yeah. So it makes me wonder based on how the episode ended with Roy coming in, you can obviously see the. Uh, the displeasure in his face as he stands right beside of him. And, you know, obviously they know that like, he knows that, Oh, this is the big dog that they're referring to, you know, when, you know, they wouldn't let me talk to that other player, but, yeah. but I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen there. Cause I really like Nate as a character. I, I was kind of like, didn't like him as much in the beginning of the season when he was being kind of a jerk, but like this episode really kind of made me reconnect with that character again, just, yeah 
because you kind of see like the humbleness and humility a little bit um, and like kind of why he is the way he is based on just how he interacts with his, his dad. Um, uh, you know, but uh, no, really like the episode. Also thought it was kind of interesting that, that they kind of teased that we think that, and this is a spoiler for anybody that's listening and doesn't want to hear that, um, that Ted and Rebecca, Rebecca may be talking through this dating app and we don't enter. Yeah, banter. Like uh, they kind of nodded at that, but I'm kind of wondering if they're giving us false hope and it's going to turn out that they're just, we think they're talking to each other, but then they both go to show up on a date. We think they're going to meet there, but they end up just being on separate dates. You know what I mean? Something like that. So one person on Reddit pointed out that there's another member of the Ted Lasso uh, ensemble that's recently single and that's Beard, Coach Beard. He (laughs) He mentioned last, the episode before last that he was single, him and his girlfriend split up. So it could be her beard. I mean, that would be, I, I don't think we, Ted needs to be romanticized. No, I don't think so either. Um, but based off of that Christmas episode, I mean, it, it clearly shows that Rebecca cares for Ted. Right. But I don't know if she cares for him, like in that capacity, yeah. but maybe it's because of banter. She realized she does care about him and connects with them in a different way than maybe what's visible to her on the surface. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just maybe how it makes her feel that she's talking to somebody she doesn't know. And then maybe the plot twist is she finds out it's Ted and she's like, Oh my gosh, I've been crazy about this guy. And it turns out to be Ted. So I, I yeah. don't know. I don't either. Um, that's if it is, if that is how it's going to play out, that's going to be really interesting on how they handle it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm worried about that. Um, so I did want to jump in a little bit, if you're ready, to the consequences yeah. in the world of Ted Lasso. And that is, just a few episodes ago, we saw the Dubai Air uh, protest. Major sponsors, so big that they were plastered all over their kits, right? And here we are two weeks later. No mention of it, but they have a new logo. Banter has now jumped in, and they're the primary sponsor. So what felt like a huge moment just kind of, and it was for that one 30 minute episode, just kind of fizzled out two episodes later. Um, And then it also kind of, I want to tie that into this week's episode where he talks about rom communism and how everything will work out. And I kind of feel like that is the direction the show has taken that everything will just kind of work out. Now I will say this. I'm a fan of Bill Lawrence who, who, who makes this show, right? And Scrubs, you've never watched Scrubs, right? You you haven't watched I've all of it. Right? Few, I've seen I've seen a few episodes, but no, I haven't okay. watched enough to to really have a conversation about it. Bill Lawrence is a master at luring you into a false sense of security and then pulling the rug out and having you fall flat on your face. Oh, really? I mean, oh yeah. Uh, watch just the three Brendan Fraser episodes of Scrubs, and then tell me you're not just destroyed. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, the guy is good at what he does. And I'm wondering if he's luring us into like this safety net and, and like in like a couple of weeks, he's like, all right, you ready to get effed up? And it's just going to like break our hearts in some way. Um, I could see it happening. I really could. Um, I think it would be cruel too <laughs> if he did. And, yeah. I was just going to say Cortland's comment there. He says he yeah. feels like Nate's storyline is going to have huge consequences. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it definitely absolutely could, I, but I also thought the Dubai air one would too. And I just feel like it hasn't now they have been planting these little seeds, you know, Nate kind of acting all weird about Roy being back Higgins mentioning the financial struggles that they're in constantly. Well, not constantly, but a few times. And the fact that they haven't really won many games, um, 
So, I mean, they could be heading towards we're kind of distracted by all these feel good moments. And then we get to the finale and just something happens where we're just gutted. You know, yeah. I can see that happening, too. And another thing you got to keep in mind is this show was, was created the first season prior to the pandemic, but it aired during that first summer of the pandemic. Right. Yeah. When they started making the second season, it kind of had this reputation of being this wholesome, feel-good show, even though it had its issues. Uh, well, like their issues, not the show's issues. Like Ted had his panic attacks, and you know they never really kind of elaborated on that, but he's obviously struggling with divorce and being away from his kid. But when they made the second season, they were making it in the middle of a pandemic while everyone was already just upset and frustrated with how the world was. So like, it does kind of make sense that they could have tinkered it a bit to – um, to, I guess, cater to us and how we were feeling at the time. Um, but I don't know. I do think that, that that psychiatrist will also play a bigger role into the break, like the buildup. Um, she's kind of looming there, and we do know that Ted has these unresolved issues. And I, I don't know, man. I think I really think Bill Lawrence could punch us all in the gut here in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, Cortland does have a comment. I'm not sure what it would be. I feel the Dubai air thing might have not been on the nose for that to be a gut punch moment. I feel they're going to use a major character more than Sam when it comes to shock and awe. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it'll definitely be Ted or Roy centric. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I agree. I think uh, it seems like a lot of these things that's happened doesn't have huge consequences, but I, but I'm like you, I I just have this, this weird feeling like, they're going to leave us on a cliffhanger. They're going to leave us feeling a certain kind of way by the end of, uh, by the end of this season. Um, do we think this is the kind of show where like people could possibly die or do you think they're just going to shy no. away from that? No, I don't okay. think they'll die, but you are in a, in a, in a field where people get cut or, you know, traded away, fired. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, there's ways to get people out of the picture somewhat permanently yeah. uh, without them dying. Um, I do think it's odd. I've I, I noticed a lot of like marketing materials for Ted Lasso highlight Roy only as well. And I know that Bill Lawrence has been on the record uh, multiple times saying that this is only a three season show for Ted. And I wonder if they're building up this world because they have so many good side characters that maybe Roy would step in and continue it somehow after Ted's gone, you know? Um, but who who knows? Um, Cortland says the fact that nothing happened with Nate made me a little uneasy. Uh, what an end to an episode, though. Also, Roy answering his text in the dark was great. Oh yes. yeah, when he, you just see the light come on and he's just like staring at him. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. No, it's pretty good. I, I am curious how many episodes is a season because I know that we're uh, we just did episode five. Are there eight episodes? Do you know? Uh, let's see here. Because I know uh, this. Friday will be six, six episode. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find out season two. Oh my gosh. What is, uh, unlike season one, the second season touts an extra two episodes, bringing the count to a t- grand total of 12. So we're getting 12 episodes. Oh, this season. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so this thing runs all the way to October 8th. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh dang! I, I so I actually thought we were near the end. I thought I did think it was going to be eight, um, and I thought trouble's brewing. <laughs> okay, well maybe this maybe this gives them a little bit more time to build on some of those things that we thought wasn't going to necessarily pan out. Um, you know, so so hopefully, I mean, maybe we'll see some of these consequences start to have uh, um, you know things happen later on down in in the season. So I guess we'll have to see. 
Yeah. yeah. So do you have anything else to add? Uh, it's just a good show. I do feel like there needs to be a bigger impact. I really would have liked to have seen more of a fallout from the Dubai air thing, but then the show may not be as feel good as it has been. And I guess, I guess we're still trying to figure out what direction, like, I mean, are they going to stick with feel good or are they going to kind of introduce consequences? Right. I really don't know. We'll just have to watch yeah. and find out, I guess. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, good question. So, all right. So I uh, had mentioned that I went to see Free Guy, which I am not going to really talk a ton about it because uh, Justin hasn't seen it. I know a lot of our uh, listeners and viewers probably haven't seen it, but I will tell you, I was pleasantly surprised. I did like it. Um, I uh, the world is very much like a Grand Theft Auto Online uh, situation. Um, Some punk kid nukes you every three seconds. Yeah, and there's even there's even uh, there's even places where uh what score out of 10 for uh, i'd say i'd say a solid like seven and a half eight out of ten i'd say that's pretty decent mm-hmm. for a bad movie <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> but i think i think it just does a really good job of like tying in all the things that really happens with like video games nowadays it, it kind of felt like a uh it kind of felt like a a ready player one in a sense uh a little bit but you know, the, the main premise is obviously, you know, Ryan Reynolds character is an NPC and he becomes self-aware and it's just about, you know, how he, how he deals with that. And just, there's this, this underlying, um, uh, story that happens that I, that I wasn't expecting, but it actually panned out to be a really cool story. I also didn't know that, and I can never say his name, but the director that directed Ragnarok, what's his name? Taika Watiti. Yeah, he's like the main villain in the movie, and I didn't know that. Uh, but he he's he's really good in it uh, as well. And um, just overall, it's a good movie. Uh, there's a couple cameos that I also wasn't expecting as well. I know I know Ryan Reynolds came out and said that it you know if it wasn't for all the cameos that uh, he didn't feel that this movie would be as successful as it was. Uh, Let's hear some of them. Uh, I'm not gonna no, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'll just Google it. Oh, well, that's fine. There's also some Disney properties that I wasn't expecting to be in the movie as well. And some maybe Marvel and Star Wars properties as well. Like just a little bit of everything. And I was surprised to see it, but I guess it's because the company that did it is not necessarily Disney, but it's a company that's owned by, by Disney. So that, I guess that's why they were able to do that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you should definitely check it out. I want to go, I want to go see, um, I want to go see it again. I didn't realize that it was uh, – I'm not normally a huge person that watches movies in 3D. Uh, however, this movie was also recorded in 3D, and I think it would be really cool to see this movie in 3D as well just because of how it's made, and there's a lot of animation. I think it would just make the – I think it would make the experience just a little bit different, so I think I'll try to do that. Are you reading Are you reading cameos and stuff? I am, yeah. Well, there's just some well, pretty good ones. There's some big some big names in here. I know. I know. And it wasn't anything that I was expecting. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised, but yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah, you should... that's a big, that's a big, including one who is beloved by all and uh, yeah. unfortunately no longer with us. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I was surprised about. I, I didn't even know that that was something that he was doing. So Cortland wants to know who distributed this movie. Was it, was it Disney? Uh, it was a, um, like I said, it was a company I think that was owned, that's owned by Disney, but I can't century remember. Fox. Who it is? Yeah, it's yeah kind so of they are owned by Disney. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's and there was definitely very much like scenes that I was like, this is a shot that I would see in Deadpool. Uh, it definitely had some vibes uh, in some of the in some of the scenes. So uh, if you've been on the fence about watching it or ha if you haven't saw it yet, I would definitely recommend checking it out while it's in theaters. Uh, just because of the the scope, the scale and the scope of this game, I think see it in theaters or this movie. I think see it in theaters is probably one of the better experiences. So definitely check it out. So it's not available for streaming at the moment, right? No, it's theaters only as far as I'm aware. Okay. Did you see the highest paid actor for last year? No. No. What is it? Ryan Reynolds? It's always been like The Rock, I feel like, but he's going to tell me it's somebody different, I bet. Oh, Cortland, I thought you were asking me a random question. Uh, no, Cortland, who is it? I did not see that. The suspense is killing me. I know. Who's it going to be, Cortland? Before we get to our next story, be quick. He's just not going to say. No, he just wants us to Google it ourselves. Ooh. Oh. Daniel Craig, $100 million for the Knives Out sequels. I think they just wrapped Knives Out 2, actually. It's well, crazy I, those are going to Netflix. Holy smokes. I need to watch those movies. I've not seen Have you not seen the first one? Uh-uh. Dude, no. that's that's like a borderline 10 out of 10 movie. Oh, okay. Go in knowing nothing. Go in knowing nothing. Don't even watch a trailer for it. Okay. Deal. The great Ryan Johnson, who made the best Star Wars sequel movie that everyone loves, and there's no debate over, uh, directed I think it and wrote it. Yeah, I think that's one of Maxwell's favorite ones, actually. Oh, yeah. Maxwell loves The Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't stop definitely. talking about how good Ryan Johnson was. Uh, Cortland says it's great. Ryan Johnson needs to stick to those kinds of movies. Ryan Johnson directed the best episode of Breaking Bad. He's a good director. He is. Yeah. yeah. When he did the Star Wars, whether you like it or hate it, that's beyond Knives Out and Breaking Bad. He is a good director. Okay. All right. Uh jeez. <laughs> Well, uh, so so let's talk about let's get into some uh, some game news. So um, I know that uh, Halo Infinite is obviously it, it was supposed to be out already, right? Like yeah, last year, <laughs> it was supposed to be a launch title for this. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, and and a, a lot of people were very underwhelmed by the uh, the trailer and gameplay trailer, and uh, because of that, it was delayed. Um, but now, you know, obviously we have a release date. Uh, but they did just announce that Halo Infinite will not have a campaign uh, co-op or Forge modes at launch. Just so, however, until it's ready. Yeah, however, how, <laughs> however, I guess they're still supposed to have uh, it available before the holidays hits. But yeah, just so delay it. Why? <laughs> like, come <laughs> on, man. I don't know. I don't know what Three Four Three Industries is doing, but uh, and this is like. They're like huge, like game it's for like the Xbox. Only thing they have to work on. <laughs> I, I don't think they make anything else, do they? Uh, I don't think so. I'm looking it up. They have like one job, and it's to make this game. Yeah, yeah. So they said that they had to make uh, they had yeah. to make a tough a tough call uh, and delay shipping Forge past launch. So yeah, I'm that's... fine with no Forge at launch, but campaign co-op. Come on, man. Delay yeah. it till it's ready. Yeah, I don't. That's such a that's such a weird thing to do. I part of me wonders this this is this is what I'm wondering is like, do you think it's easier for them to make this type of call knowing that it's just going to be released? Like most most customers are going to get this game through Game Pass, so they feel that's like true. it's going to be it's going to create less disappointment because they're like, oh, well, I'm getting it for Game Pass anyway, it's no big deal. Versus like I'm going out and spending my sixty dollars. 
and I'm getting a game that's not complete. You know what I mean? That's entirely possible, yeah. They could just say, well, most of you aren't really paying retail price for it anyway. Just whatever. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, so. I get it. Making a game is probably very, very hard. I could never do it, but, like, just delay it. I mean. Yeah. It's not. At this point, I don't think it's selling systems. No, especially since they announced that these modes are already going to be available like before holidays gets here, then just wait for holidays yeah. to hit and then release it. Yeah. Bundle it with an Xbox or something like that. You know, make a special console. I don't know. I mean, they're already hard enough to find. So making a special console probably isn't going to do them any good. So, uh, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Wanted to share that. Um, but <laughs> I'm really excited for you to get into this, uh, get into this next story because I cannot tell you how many times i have bought this game and i don't know if you're in the same boat as i am oh every time this, every time it's this available is, i think i may own it on everything it's available for now i saying. think i think i might too um so are you ready on november 11th <laughs> to venture back into in a world in yeah. a world uh <laughs> yeah november 11th bethesda is re-releasing skyrim and no it's not a joke they're they're doing it um the 10th anniversary edition will arrive on uh november 11th for playstation 4 playstation 5 windows pc xbox one and xbox series x i assume the series s is out of luck i don't know um the anniversary edition will contain the full game all enhancements from the special edition and the dawn guard hearthfire and dragonborn expansions the game comes with a free next-gen console upgrade over 500 creation club elements like quests dungeons bosses and weapons and now fishing which is great according to polygon um Let's see here. I don't know if you already own the special edition, if it will transfer uh, to this one, or if you, like, you have to buy it. Like, um, that seems kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, let me see here if I can find it. But it's 10 out. years of updates, bro. And it's two years. The anniversary edition, or the special edition came out like two years ago, didn't it? Yeah. But they, they touted it as 10 years of updates from like when it was released. The special edition will receive a free upgrade on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Oh, that's good. At least. It might be just like a free update if you already have the special edition. Now I'm confused. I kind of wish I didn't go down this rabbit hole, but I did. <laughs> so I don't know if you have to pay for it or not if you already owned the special edition. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you think about it, a few years ago at one of the game shows, they made a joke. Like they had Keegan Michael Key. On his Alexa saying like, Alexa, launch Skyrim Alexa edition. And like he was playing Skyrim on Alexa and it was a joke. But then they actually released it like, ha ha we're releasing this because we did it for that bit. But really, we're releasing this. Yeah. And then like, I mean, it's on everything. I'm surprised it's not on iPad yet. Yeah. Like natively. I'm sure somebody has. Right. Na- I know they word. came out with that, that that Blades game, but it's, yeah. I Honestly, I feel like this could run no problem on an M1 uh, iPad Pro. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, I mean, iPad Pro can run Divinity too, but I, so I would think it wouldn't have a problem. Yeah, but I mean, we're honestly—it's almost like in like meme territory now, where Skyrim is just like, I'll be fifty, and they'll be like, <laughs> "Guess what, fellas? Who's ready for Skyrim again?" And I'm yeah. like, "I guess I am." You know, let's go. Um, Flip says there's over thirty different copies of Skyrim. I, like they've re—I don't think they've released it thirty times. They couldn't have. 
I think he means like the amount of different releases they have across all the all the consoles. Uh, I mean, yeah. I could believe that then, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're talking like 360, Xbox One, Series S, Series X, PS3, PS4, PS5, yeah, PC, Mac, Oculus. Was there a VR version? I don't know. And then you're talking about like special edition, regular edition, anniversary yeah. edition, VR edition. Yeah. It's goofy, man. It's goofy. But I'll be honest. I don't want him to quit. I don't. Like, <laughs> I want to be laughing about this with you in 30 years. Well, we'll, I guess we'll that... be like, this is episode 400 of Nerds with Mikes. And guess what Bethesda did today? <laughs> I mean, I the really 40th want that anniversary. To... Yeah, I really want that to happen. I'm not joking. I really want that to happen. Well, uh, Flip says there might be a mobile version. I don't know if he's talking about Blades, but... Um, yeah, oh, he's, man. He's probably saying in the future that's what'll happen. Like that'll be the next thing. Yeah. I mean, I think um I don't I don't think is that one on Oculus? I know it was uh, on PSVR. I think there was a Steam version of it. I'm pretty sure I played it. I think it was on the the Rift uh like the regular Rift, but I don't Not think the quest. To the quest, no. What's holding you up, Bethesda? It's the 10-year anniversary. Get with it. <laughs> I um it's just crazy though. I mean, why not remake like Oblivion or Morrowind. Yeah. That'd be cool. Games why that not, haven't aged as gracefully. Why not but, release a version that has all three of those and you can travel to any one of them, but it's one game. That'd be pretty sweet. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. really make sense from a story standpoint, but it'd be pretty that'd, sweet. That'd be pretty crazy though. <laughs> it would be. Um, what I was going to say is like, I was thinking about like Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. Cause I know last, uh, last week we talked about, um, you know they're remaking the uh, the original trilogy for well GTA uh, Three Vice City and San Andreas and like those games have been done a fair amount but like yeah. that game is those games are also I believe much older than Skyrim and I'm pretty sure they have what less is- yeah they have less re releases than the Skyrim which is ten year old game they've so, never had like a true like re release they've had ports yeah but not like a true like hey, we're doing this with enhancements or whatever. This will be the first one, but dang, yeah. man. Bethesda just knows how to do it. I am kind of curious, though. I will say this, though. Uh, <laughs> where they may get me is they may release like gameplay trailer or what it looks like on PS5 and they, adaptive triggers with your shield and stuff. I'd be like, I'm oh, in. Oh, my gosh. Adaptive triggers. I'm in, too, man. I'm in. And your bow, too, dude. Like, imagine pulling your bow back. Feel that tension. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm in. I'm, it's all right. I'm, already, I'm already about it. <laughs> What's the release date again? November 11th, 2021. That's something for us to pick up after we finish Ted Lasso. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, So this next story that you're about to talk about, I'm actually really, really excited about. Um, This is, yeah, I I really hope it's true. Yeah. So, um, so we have, we all know that uh, the, the not so serious fun version of Grand Theft Auto has always been the Saints Row game. Saint Saint Row games. They've always been kind of like. I almost feel like they're just like a, a, a like a spoof of Grand Theft Auto or something. You know, kind of take it to the whole next level. Yeah. Um, but supposedly, um, they are releasing a new title in the Saints Saints Row franchise. Not not a re-release. Not a remaster. Nothing like that. Um, and supposedly we're going to hear about it uh, next week. Um, you know, they talk about it might actually be a possible full-on reboot of the entire franchise. 
So not a continuation of the story or anything like that, but an actual reboot, um, which I kind of hope more so that it's a reboot, especially because like their storyline has been going on for so long that if you're new to the franchise and you just pick up like the latest in the title, you're going to be like, what, what's going on? Like, why, what are they talking about? Like, yeah. so, so I think now that we have the next gen consoles, I think now is the time if you're going to give it a full on reboot, I think now is the time to do it. Um, especially because everybody is like on this train of like, give me that GTA six. Right. Like, um, and you know, I think they could really capitalize if, if they actually managed to make it to market before. I mean, obviously we know that GTA six is still going to kill it when it's released, regardless, they could release these two games on the same date. It's not going to matter to rockstar. You know what I mean? But like, but I am excited. Um, but I am excited, um, for this now, the reason that a lot of people think that it might be um, a reboot uh, per se is because there's an image uh, that is actually on the official Saints Row website of a brick wall uh, with graffiti on the wall and then the words uh, rebooting uh, spray painted on the wall. Um, so, you know, a lot of people are anticipating that that's really what they're kind of teasing. Um, but supposedly we are going to get some information uh, next week. So, uh, keep your eyes and your ears peeled. I know that um, the main, uh, I think the last game release, well, uh, the main release was in, all the way back in 2013 with Saints Row uh, 4. Yeah, and they re-released that game a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, I actually bought the latest re-release of that game. Um, they released it on the Switch, and I was like, oh, cool, like a, like a, like a portable GTA game basically on the Switch. So I actually picked it up on the Switch. Nice. Um, that's a game yeah. I, I I am excited about, uh, especially if it's more grounded like the first two. Uh, yeah. You know, the first one, if you remember, was like a pretty just standard GTA clone. wasn't crazy, wasn't outlandish. You were just in a gang, yeah. a lot of turf wars. The second one got a little goofier, but was still pretty grounded in reality. And then the third and fourth one, you're like the president. You're a superhero. You're doing all this. It's just. Absolutely, like demons and alien, aliens yeah. and demons and yeah. There's an expansion where you go to hell, like you go to hell and fight like demons and stuff. Like it's it, called it, Gat, got, Gat out of hell. Yeah, Johnny Gat. Yeah, Johnny is played by Jin from Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even yeah. take his likeness too. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it's a good series. They've always kind of marketed themselves as like being the opposite of GTA, like you had mentioned. Um, but I do hope whenever they reboot, I hope it's not like, okay, who's ready to go into space and start a gang? You know, I'd, I'd really like for it to be a little more grounded, kind of like the first two were, especially the multiplayer modes. There were some competitive multiplayer modes. I think it was in the second game. They were yeah. just so good. Oh, my gosh. The pimp one where you have, like, the pimp hand. Yeah. I probably wouldn't go over today very well, but, dang, that mode was fun. Yeah. It was, like, wow. one team versus, like, one super-powered pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like so everybody. much fun he did he had like yeah. a pimp and he'd slap the other team with it was hilarious and it was good yeah. and like 13 year old me loved it um i think Holy i would still Flip like says, it, it? Huh? yeah Holy Flip says he's happy about this he's happy about uh yeah i don't know if he's happy about pimp slapping people or about a possible reboot for this game both both i know flip he, he's been known to smack a few people well you know what they say you got to keep your pimp hands strong yeah okay did they say that did they train you to say that yeah pimp yeah <laughs> In pimp school. That's really that's the classes that Travis talks about. He's in pimp school. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh um, boy. Oh brother. Oh brother. But we, uh, uh yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh no, you go first. He said both. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Um, but no, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, I hope my fear is though, they're going to announce it, but it's still going to be like two years out or something like that. Like we could be surprised. They might be like, boom, this holiday. And we're like, Oh, cool. I think, uh, I think a realistic early, earliest would probably be April or May. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, I'm going to take that back. I think it could be January. I think it could be at the earliest. It's not going to be a holiday though. I was going to say maybe somewhere between February and March, right around that, right around that time frame when you usually get a Far Cry game. So one v Flips one v one. Nah, nah, fam. I'm not done with Flip. school yet. I, I'm not ready. So, so if anyone's watching or listening to this, and you play, I don't know if he still plays it or not, but if he does, challenge him to Warzone or just Call of Duty in general, and he will destroy you. He will uh, just demolish your body and like desecrate your corpse. I mean, oh. It's going to be awful. So don't. Yeah, he'll kill you. He's good. <laughs> Okay. Um, we played we played Warzone with him a bunch, and he would like, oh my god, man! I mean, eighteen twenty kills was like a regular match for him in Warzone. It's just crazy. Well, yeah, but well, Siege, uh, he sucks. He might be the worst Siege player I've ever played with. Well, I'm, I'm just quiet. kidding. I'm I'm just joking. <laughs> He's really good at all of them. When are we gonna get any Siege? Never. Uh, the the alien space virus one, whatever it is, comes out soon. I don't really have any interest in it. I'll probably stick with the uh, the original Siege. I think it's but, zombies, but yeah. Yeah, it's something. I, I honestly give just zero Fs about it. I don't care about it at all. Yeah. No interest. Yeah. Uh, you know what time it is? We're flying through this episode, but it's time. It's time for the pick of the week. Oh. No, I'm not gonna, you thought yeah. I was going to say. I did. You took the deep... Yeah. <gasps> I'm just yeah. trying to fake you out, bro. I was trying to pull that rug out from under you. You did, just like Bill Lawrence is going to do in six more episodes. Um, Travis. Yes. What is your pick of the week? Well, I have to give a shout out to Emily. Uh, it's not my pick of the week, but uh, the pick of the week that she mentioned last... I think she mentioned it last week was the Opera Gaming Browser for... Yeah. Uh, the computer uh since she told me about it i've been using it uh basically every day i put it on my mac i put it on my pc and i was surprised to find out they actually have this web browser available for ipad so i also put it on my ipad and it's basically the same thing uh that you get on the uh the the, the desktop version which is really cool uh so so want to give a shout out uh, to her saying thanks for the recommendation on that um but uh my pick of the week um my pick of the week this week is I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. It, it's actually free guy. That that's what my pick of the week is, which is hard to say because nobody else here has said it or seen it. But uh, but I think because I was I was really surprised uh, how well I liked it. Um, it the story was really good. Um, just the the animation, the special effects, just the soundtrack was actually really good as well. Um, but just overall, everything about the movie, I really really enjoyed it. Um, Definitely recommend checking it out, but that is my pick of the week. Uh, basically, because I was really surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Good. So, yeah, I'll have to check it fun. out. Yeah, is it family friendly? Could I take my seven year old to see it? Uh, I'd say so. Uh, for the most, well, I mean, like, what's the most serious thing you've ever let him watch? Barney. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Uh, uh, he's watched Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, you're fine. Watch Star Wars. I, I, don't think, I don't think there's a lot. I don't even think there's a lot of language in it. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'll have to check out yeah. the parent guide. Yeah, we have a rule right. with him when we let him watch new things. We're like, if you hear a word you don't know, don't say it. <laughs> 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 the last thing I need is for him to uh, run around saying the f word, which we don't watch anything with the f word in front of him. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
my pick of the week is I didn't mention this at the beginning of the show, but it's something that I've been playing a little bit. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, the director's edition director's cut came out uh, this week. It includes the new expansion pack uh, and a PS five upgrade. And I'm not recommending that necessarily, although I'm sure I, I should recommend that, but I'm just recommending that game in general. Ghost of Tsushima is borderline a masterpiece. I forgot how good that game is after being away from it for uh, almost a year. And it's just, it's beautiful. The gameplay is solid. The, just everything like the visuals, the audio, it's just a top notch game and it's just super awesome. And the director's cut, if you don't own it, get the director's cut. I would definitely recommend that. Um, if you already own it, I definitely recommend revisiting it, especially since they've added uh, the free co-op or the free uh, online mode. And then uh, they've added a few other features here and there, but that would be my pick of the week as I'm falling in love with that game all over again. Nice. Very Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Um, that's all I have, Travis. Do you have anything you want to add? Nope. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Time to eat. So this was episode 116. Please like, subscribe, share, follow, retweet, hashtag, do all those things. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, share us with your friends. Uh, listen to us multiple times if you wish. Join our live show Sundays at 830. Typically, that's when they are. Sometimes we need to move them. Sorry, we're not perfect. And, uh, yeah, we should be back next Sunday with the three of us, right? Yes, sir. That's the plan. Uh, Travis, sing them out. Do, oh. do, 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 do,